0: Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Monday, March 22nd. The world of luxury has had an interesting ride over the past year. Of course, the early days of COVID meant a cratering of sales as the top-end buyers hung on to their money and searched for footing in a pandemic world. The second half of 2020 was a completely different story. Buyers, it turned out, were very willing to fork over large sums of money in order to acquire very rare vehicles. And Rolls-Royce was no exception. And what a perfect time for the brand. As it continues to launch new vehicles, its demographic is also dropping, and the brand is adding new buyers to the mix. It's part of a resurgence for Rolls as it prepares to go into new spaces and new segments. So how do you connect with your exclusive audience when COVID closes plans to showcase great product at places like Pebble Beach, for example? Today, we find out. To talk all about Rolls-Royce efforts in North America, we've reached Martin Fritches, President and CEO of Rolls-Royce Motorcars North America. Martin, it is great to hear from you. How are you today?
1: Uh, very well, Jason. It's uh, my pleasure here uh, to join you and, yeah, could have a better day today.
0: Excellent. Tell me a little bit about what the last 12 months have been like for Rolls-Royce. Uh, I know you're in a, um, a very interesting segment of our industry, uh, and I'm and I'm curious how COVID affected uh, the uh, ultra luxury market.
1: Yes, it's been a really uh, interesting, busy last 12 months, and as you mentioned, COVID definitely um, uh, put an impact into our business. Uh, and, uh, but on the flip side, I mean. In, in, in general, it's been, I must say, if at the very beginning of the pandemic, we all were a little bit nervous and, and, and worried of uh, what might be happening. Uh, luckily, and, and in particular in the second half of the year, I mean, business really picked up. And overall, we had a very strong uh, 2020. I must say that overall, better than, as I mentioned, we initially expected. And obviously, through the pandemic, we were forced also to adapt uh, one or the other thing. Uh, we also learned many topics and I must say that put us ultimately then in a spot entering now 2021 in a very strong position.
0: Do you just put it down to pent up demand, Martin, in that, in that buyers in your space had to find their footing to some extent and, and once they, they knew um, how to deal with the pandemic, they felt confident enough to go back to their intention, uh, which was to purchase one of your vehicles?
1: Correct. Uh, And that really happened. Uh, There was pent-up demand, and as I mentioned, uh, the initial kind of crisis as well, uh, we were talking ultimately about uh, one and a half, two months. But as of end of May, June, business really started to pick up. Um, Obviously, our patrons, our consumers, uh, clients, uh, they also felt a little bit more comfortable with the overall situation. Uh, We also explored heavily digital challenge, and we tried to keep a very close contact with our uh, customers to really uh, strengthen the engagement. And that obviously allowed us when the stand-up demand was there to open up, to really stimulate the business overall. And obviously, in addition, we had some also great news last year, which was uh, uh, the launch of one of our most expected models, uh, the launch of a new Ghost.
0: So, so the hallmark of, uh, of Rolls-Royce is its interaction with customers, its personal interaction, and whether that's at Pebble Beach in private events or in, in other ways, which are more one-to-one. How does a brand like yours deal with the inability to make some of those things happen? Of course, Pebble Beach being canceled last year. Um, how did you overcome that?
1: I mean, uh, you said it. We, we, we are is probably end, which focuses the most and uh, in, in interacting with our patrons. Uh, and as I mentioned, we have a very close relationship with them, a very constant relation. Um, as the pandemic started, obviously, all the big events they were all canceled or just postponed. So we had a little bit to put more focus on this uh, one-on-one basis and high-touch approach with our uh, customers. But all in all, as everybody at the end uh, was getting more familiarized with the overall situation and uh, how to be protected, etc., cetera, and, and, and minimize the impact, uh, the real focus was obviously, as I mentioned before as well, going a little bit exploring the digital channels. But also um, we started to um, make smaller events uh, with obviously less people but again, more exclusive and on almost on a more one-on-one basis, and that gave us the opportunity to still engage with them, see one or the other customer life, and um, obviously even offer them them uh, the opportunity to uh, to drive our cars, to to, to feel our uh, new products here, and then get the sense of the overall experience.
0: So, in a way, Martin, the issue of COVID brought you closer to a smaller. Group of customers, which I'm guessing as uh, you know most of your Rolls Royce um, uh, patrons would would want that exact experience.
1: Yes, exactly, and and, and probably proportionally we dedicate end up dedicating more time on uh, on loyalizing on, on on spending more time on our patrons, and probably just go out there and try to attract or spread the message of our brand to to a different uh, customer base. So probably the. Uh, for sure, in the at least in the first couple of months, the focus was clearly then and realization. And,
0: and so let's talk a little bit about uh, relationship with your dealer body. Uh, I know that this was probably a, a moment too where you wanted to spend the last year making sure reassuring them. What what is your relation like with your dealer body right now? How, what did COVID teach you?
1: I mean, in general, and I, I come from I mean my, my experience in the automotive segments heavily. Um, coming from a developing market in, in South America, and as you can imagine back there, um, I mean you, you come from countries where there's a high volatility and you have kind of a crisis every two, three years, so a little bit with that back background, what I've learned, and obviously and it also helped us a lot throughout 2020 and you know, 2021 uh, is to really have a very close uh, relationship with the dealer body, overall with the dealers and uh, one of the key topics, the communication. So when we ended the crisis, I mean, we continuously kept the dealer network informed uh, for one or the other critical topic. We jointly discussed this, addressed uh, uh, the major topic and then jointly came up with the decisions. But again, with a clear focus to, I mean, they are our partners, uh, to jointly uh, overcome the crisis here and jointly take the key decisions to uh, not only... Surpass and uh, the situation, but uh, actually come stronger out of the crisis.
0: What are the biggest issues that they've been dealing with over the course of of, of this I mean, time? At
1: the very beginning, obviously, a little bit the uncertainty. As you can imagine, uh, you have uh, certain and units on the ground, one or the other customers just simply or uh, cancelling one or the other uh, commission, or just simply postponing. And as you have a certain pipeline initially, at least you get a little bit concerned. Uh, but again, uh, that was just at the very beginning as uh, it turned out then after two three months uh, when the situation started to improve, obviously we're in a totally different situation. And I must say that overall, I mean, we didn't have, we didn't face uh, uh, the major topics. And it was more about to, to closely monitoring uh, the key relevant topics there jointly and, and together navigating those, uh, let's say, initial more critical months.
0: We'll hear more from Martin Fritches, president and CEO of Rolls-Royce Motorcars North America, in a moment.
2: The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every 3 minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory, sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code News to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362.
0: A critical matter that's emerged, obviously, in the last few months has been uh, the chip shortage, semiconductors. How is that affecting Rolls-Royce?
1: I mean, we haven't been affected uh, uh, heavily in, in, in regards to that. And again, under the BMW Group umbrella, um, we are also a little bit, uh, I will not say anticipating, but already kind of trying to offset that. So I must say that uh, at least for the Rolls Royce business and and, and brand, uh, we haven't really suffered regarding that topic at all.
0: Let's talk a little bit about lowering your um, your average age of your of your buyer, a younger customer. Um, we wrote about this late last year that your um, your product. Um, our portfolio and, and the introduction of the ghost was actually leading to a significant drop in the average age of your customers. We, we wrote that that went from about 56 a decade ago to now 43. Are you still seeing that same trend?
1: We are still seeing it. And I must say the trend started when we launched Cullinan two years ago. Uh, obviously, it is a, trend, a global trend, but particularly also in the U.S. that it's happening. And yes, one of the key factors, of obviously, the product-related things uh, with Cullinan, as I mentioned, but also now with the new Ghost, the concept, the design, the post-opulence uh, message, obviously, all the embedded technology uh, that you have within it, um, but also, I must say, other variables, like our Black BlackBatch line, uh, which also attracts uh, these younger clients here.
0: There's a ton of talk, as you know, in the EV space. Any news yes. on Rolls-Royce and EVs? Could you, could you borrow from your uh, Munich uh, uh, brothers and sisters there?
1: Again, um, I cannot comment on, on, on the other brands of the group. But at this point in time, what I can uh, just reinforce is that uh, Rolls-Royce conti- will continue, as always, to innovate with the best uh, available product. And what I can also mention here and state is that clearly Rolls-Royce will follow also the trend and we will have a fully electric vehicle. And I think I mentioned it already in the past, but just reinforce it uh, still in this decade here.
0: Wonderful. Are, are there more opportunities for Rolls-Royce in different segments and or a, even a, a different type of buyer going forward? I
1: mean, we're closely monitoring and and, and analyzing it just to give you an idea. I mean, as you know, as we have a very close relationship with our customers, obviously we have also that relevant data here and we can more or less foresee a little bit or not only understand their expectations, but based on that, then foresee what they might be needing in the future, wanting to find in the future, um, Yes, we are exploring different variants, but at this point in time, again, we come from a very successful launch two years ago of Cullinage, which really brought uh, the brand and um, the business overall to the next level. We just have launched our new goals, and obviously at this point in time, I mean, uh, a little bit due to the pandemic, there is more, uh, we still have a heavy focus on on new goals. So, yes, we might have one or the other uh, new product coming out, but for sure not... uh, now in the short term because, as I mentioned, the clear focus is the new goals and and, and there we have a lot more here to take out of it.
0: I can only imagine that you've learned a lot about your customer base because of the Cullinan. What were some of those things that that Cullinan really brought to the forefront for you?
1: Well, uh, first of all, uh, again, the relevance of the SUV uh, product here, uh, particularly in the U.S., I mean, as head of the Americas, I also run the Canadian market, which is one of the also fastest growing markets uh, in, 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 in globally. But from that perspective, um, I mean, it's just the relevance of the SUV in the in our market here in the US. That's for sure. Uh, not only that, but we also have seen it then with the new goals. The relevance, particularly in the northern markets and in areas like the, the Greater Boston area, Chicago, etc., and particularly Canada as well the importance of uh, the all-wheel drive. But linked to it, I mean, overall, what we really perceive and the train continues to, to change and where exactly was, in my opinion, was a perfect balance and, and, and mix. It's just uh, every time more I see it and, and when I interact with our patients, I mean, how important it is to focus on bespoke, on, on really customizing uh, our vehicles and how our patrons every time and dedicate uh, more and more time to really have their unique commission, uh, bespoke commission. And that's probably one of, of the things that still surprises me here, particularly in the U.S.
0: I'm sure that you've learned, Martin, uh, a, a lot over the last year, particularly around work from home, uh, remote work. Uh, probably, I, I'm, I'm guessing you have not been to Munich anytime soon. How will COVID change your approach to business and, and even just working with your associates?
1: Yes, it's been a, a really, from that perspective, also a year of, of big learnings. I Initially, uh, or in the past, I used to be actually one of the, uh, the, the let's say, employees who was again uh, home office. At this point in time, after a full year, I must say that uh, it's really balanced. If you establish the right communication challenges, if you have all the uh, technology uh, supporting this, actually, in a balanced way, you can be a lot more efficient. And that's probably one of the major takeaways that I've realized here running the, the business and the team in, in, in the U.S. So definitely, I mean, I there won't be a one-on-one or 100% going back to the office approach. It will be a hybrid approach. Um, but definitely, as I mentioned, uh, with the right communication, with the right uh, tools here, and with a balanced approach, uh, I foresee that... Uh, Looking forward, once uh, obviously the country opens up again, we will have a sort of a hybrid version of uh, partially working from the office, but also partially continue to work from home without sacrificing efficiency, obviously.
0: Well, it is always good to catch up with you. Thank you so much for sharing the latest on Rolls-Royce, and we look forward to what the rest of the year will, will bring for you and the brand.
1: Absolutely, Jason. My pleasure. And obviously excited for another uh, very strong and successful 2021 year, not only for the Rolls-Royce brand here in the Americas, but overall for the industry. Thank you very much, Jason.
0: We hope to see you at a pebble beach at some point in the future.
1: (laughs) Me too. Absolutely. Looking forward to it.
0: And that's Daily Drive for Monday, March 22nd. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And for a library of more than 250 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive we be back Tuesday.